Hey guys, no. Welcome to the newest scoop of Geek Yogurt. Welcome. My my name is Sanjay. Mm. I'm your favorite recurring guest and no. I am joined by the street urchin himself. Give it up for So, uh going back going back That's to right. going back to our podcast, you know, ignoring the representative of the streets, you know. So, we I found him on the streets as you know in the first episode and he's been sticking around since then. I couldn't get rid of him and finally we are here no, to talk about Imel. Imel, what's Oh right, A I M L. Yes, that is what we're here to talk about. The the most lucrative course on the market is yeah. you can like every Any? Indian and their mother is offering like some AI. free course on YouTube or or they're A- holding up like A- some AI ML to get Amazon to get Amazon, Amazon Dev Amazon DevOps ML engineering 10 lakh 10, 10 lakh per annum <laughs> salary hell yeah bro A- I mean it's worth it like yeah. t- 10 lakhs dude that's a lot of money doing AI ML bro. doing AI, uh, AI ML <laughs> DevOps at Amazon by the way bro. particularly <laughs> <laughs> no actually see actually i i don't think anyone knows what ai ml is they not exactly everyone just thinks ai ml is the same thing you, you remember that you remember the kid who said i'm going to use ai to make water planting better but then <laughs> where is this is from uh the mhmd talk oh oh, oh okay. you didn't you didn't come i didn't i didn't come i yeah. was laughing at you guys <laughs> basically context is uh we me so basically this explains so basically uh, anish funny. and me and shridhi were called to speak about technology at a certain location uh, at and, my place and yeah. he decided to not come I, and okay this is this is the kid there who said he's going to use ai ml to make it better but we asked him what ai ml was and he said ai ml <laughs> and when he asked in the full form he didn't know and i feel that is literally the case of like at least 30% of the population who says ai ml that's and, true especially and, and the, i hear it so often together it's just iml now iml ai slash ml that's you know it's a little ironic because ai ml is kind of like a subset of ai but it's often paired as you know one entire thing you know before we get into the details of it right uh, no i disagree then get out all right bye guys bye <laughs> okay okay Right. So, um, what is AI and what is ML? Let's talk to the definition of it. It's artificial intelligence and machine learning, bro. Okay, bro. So that's all it is. That's all you need so, to know. Actually. So, so artificial intelligence is going to take up all the jobs and is going to leave me bankrupt, is it? It's. It is definitely a future to consider. I mean, in a universe with infinite possibilities, it is one of them. But. it's not realistic um, as a matter of fact i i believe that ai is not going to take all of our jobs it's definitely not going to do that i think it's going to be i think it is kind of a double it can be it can either be the worst thing or the best thing and see it's completely up to you i have a very you know unique take on this okay you call me a devil's advocate on this right as usual as usual obviously but I feel AI ML it just comes naturally I can't even say AI anymore <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so AI right mm. what is AI AI is a set or program of instructions that can consistently evolve it can grow on its own so the eventual technological evolution peak point is self awareness of, of of the program so self awareness is basically it knowing what it is doing on its own mm. right and we'll, and we're not at that point yet we are 
we are kind of not we are very close to it and I, that's why is one of the things that i wanted to talk about okay okay so um, as far as i know we are not in we are not close to it in terms of consumer technology right uh, in terms of consumer technology again i mean yeah but let me complete the point <laughs> so any any job or anything that mm. is you know done by a menial person right like mm. not menial person like if it's a menial job let's say as as some, something as simple as reading through a document finding errors and then getting back to it right the people yeah, I mean, pe- people used to, in a people used to be employed for this that's true now yeah. that's grammarly correct and i feel most of the, most of the parts most parts of government can be replaced by ai it's it's to an extent to an extent right so anything that is done without any sort of actual brain power like act, if something is a routine Mm. where you're not consistently doing something different every day it's a job obviously but it is not something that requires human attention so in turn humans are you know sort of not progressing by keeping jobs like these obviously you know their people they, they have to feed their families a lot of people are dependent on them the money is important blah 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 but as humans as a race right we're not evolving by doing menial jobs like these we are we are meant for a higher purpose we are meant to be creative our brains are meant for doing things not all of us are meant to do let's say development not all of us are meant to be artists not all of us are meant to be dancers but we are all meant to do something and we just have to explore what it is the point is right i feel like fundamentally it's it's simple ai is simply a next step in the evolution of things and it is going to we either natural. embrace it or you know get crushed it's exactly. simply that's the way it is but but embracing it doesn't mean taking a course in imul <laughs> taking a course by like some indian dude <laughs> or any any person i i honestly don't trust anybody who sells courses like on ai it ai the point is if i had to describe the entire world of ai in terms of an iceberg hmm. you know you know an iceberg right yes. on the surface it's like a tiny thing but then you look deeper and deeper and it goes like it's it's massive right hmm. if i had to describe ai i would give it as like an iceberg where ai or artificial intelligence is like the surface level and it's a blanket term for you know all sorts of algorithms hmm. and programs that replicate a small form of human decision making think of it as you know try to break down the most fundamental human decisions that we make it's simply a complex combination of if else things yes, right exactly. if this is true then do that if false then do you know why if x yes then if y do something else right? right and that's fundamentally what ai you know was and as a matter of fact you know you be you be surprised like how far ai goes back actually and this goes back like practically world war 2 times right so you know it's it, it goes back really far and uh, it's it's really funny to think because you only hear ai and ml exactly. booming exactly. right now but it's been there it's all been, along exactly. exactly it's and ml yeah and ml is again, again back to the iceberg it's kind of ml is a subset of ai right it deals with it deals with again like how ai is simply if and else right now when you introduce machine learning into the equation you're dealing with large sets of data and you're processing data you know babies hmm. learn using machine learning you're right no, he, he, i agree i actually yeah, so, i understand so that. you take a, you take a baby right don't kidnap them from hospitals but so that was definitely not my first thought yeah uh you point them towards two people say call them daddy and mommy right 
keep point keep pointing towards two specific people and keep calling them daddy and mommy so after a while the baby also starts calling them daddy and mommy which is machine learning so that is actually is what i was going to get into that's that is actually a perfect example of third level of the iceberg that i was talking about and that's deep learning hmm. now deep learning is something you don't hear a lot about obviously you hear aiml iml iml <laughs> but uh, you know you add a dl to it it becomes iml dl iml dl that that doesn't sound as catchy bro you have your driver's license man yeah exactly dl dl download um, i don't know whatever <laughs> download or uh, point is dl it doesn't sound as catchy but that if i had to say what is the forefront of ai i'd say it's deep learning because here you're dealing with machine learning right you obviously you have to have some human inter- intervention you have mm. to tune it right you have to at least you know constantly tune it to do a certain feature mm. right but deep learning is what you were saying you know is not possible today right where machines can think for themselves and make decisions for themselves and understand things on a See, level that hasn't that doesn't necessarily need to be programmed before no no i didn't say that so self awareness comes in yeah, mul- see multiple ways okay let's say machine vision right so uh, let's say something like a company that is making machine vision right they would need to create large data sets and creating data sets is a manual job right for now not necessarily for at least in most of the firms that i know of it depends on your definition of manual labor manual labor as in let's say a camera has to identify dogs right let's say uh, not even let's say there's a there's a machine vision camera for a signal right and if it has to identify certain vehicles let's say an ambulance is there stuck in the thing and it it has to release the signal, signal right yeah. it has to be fed enough image, images of ambulances for it to figure out it's an, a certain vehicle is an ambulance on its own or alternatively you could do the feeding beforehand so that when it sees one it would automatically exactly know. the feeding beforehand exactly right? it's manual labor depends on your definition of manual manual labor is basically take go, going to google figuring out Im- images of a- ambulances manually and then putting them into let's say a csv and just loading it into the script again it. it's it's a little bit more nuanced than that it's Ma- the, the point mean, is isn't it a menial job yes or no point is it's not a menial job because it's not a job at all in in the sense that it's not done that way at all like oh. even i could say you know if i had to dust my house with a broom hmm. picking up every single individual piece of dust would be an extremely menial job but it's not a job because nobody does it that way. in this case it applies because going to google and figuring out pictures of ambulances that are unique to each other but also you know the same subject picking them out hand by hand th- thousands and thousands would be a menial but impractical job right and the point is the reason why stuff like this is possible today without the need of you know having to do all this hard labor and crazy amount of work is because we've reached that kind of level of technological architecture today that allows us to make these menial jobs you know happen automatically like how instead of you know picking dust through you know your hands and instead of even using a broom it's like comparing using a broom and using a vacuum cleaner or a roomba right it does everything so quickly and so automatically you don't so, even have to worry about it so is it already at the stage where people are people are not required to create data sets for 
people are always at some level or the other they're always going to be involved right but as ai as the field of ai as a whole progresses further and further down that iceberg right it's going to require lesser and lesser human intervention until it reaches a singularity point and that's the kind of point where you know scientists and researchers and uh, crypto scammers like um like stephen hawking and like stephen hawking and um Elon Musk respectively. Yeah. I'm saying Elon Musk is the crypto scammer and Stephen Hawking is a researcher. I've said things like, you know, AI would be the end of the world. The point is, right, it all comes down to a single level. But the way we are right now, right, AI is constantly progressing and it's it's kind of and it's kind of funny because I I think one of the things that sparked my interest in uh, this podcast in this episode uh, this this topic right was I I remember I uh, Firefox has like this nice home screen where they show you like news and things like mm-hmm. that right and, and and I remember after like getting my breakfast going to my table sitting down and just reading through some stuff I see this article that came and um I I'm paraphrasing a bit here but it's an article by the MIT Tech Review or journal or something and um mm, yeah yeah and they they were talking about this app i forgot the name because it's so long since i uh, saw this but uh, this app basically that allowed you to speak to your deceased you know loved ones oh yeah yeah uh, the the fake psychic came coming real <laughs> no it's not the <laughs> it's not the fake psychic thing it's um so what they do right is they basically tell you know they they have like a questionnaire an mm. audio questionnaire right mm. that uh, i would give to for instance if i had to give this if i had to make this work right i mm. would give this app to my parents mm. and this app would ask my parents to ask you know to answer like basically an interview of sorts right okay. just general questions about them blah 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 you know things how, how is their life their entire story basically think of it as a, an autobiography right you're just talking to someone and after you know hours like 2 3 hours obviously not in the same session mm. over a period of time it would accumulate all that data mm. and finally it would create a version of that person mm. with that exact same voice but also the ability to create its own thoughts so i could go to that person and say hey look i'm having a little difficulty in my life i'm having this problem and it would console me or it would say things to make me feel better or it would give me advice and that kind of stuff right thinking of that's quite literally creating data from things that didn't exist because it wouldn't ask like if an interview had to ask every possible thing that someone would possibly say in their life hmm. it would take an infinite amount of time but hmm. this is you know from just 4 5 hours of data hmm you can have practically a life version of someone you knew or someone you know in the digital world i mean this is pretty cool it is beautiful it is But amazing it is also terrifying <laughs> that is a different exactly that's a different thing again uh, it's no, like, no imagine you know you, you get you're in you're like a depressed period and then like you get like a pop up that that sort of is very it probably like from your instagram data you probably it probably knows you've gone through a breakup and then it <laughs> it's, it's it console you it, it like makes a fake instagram like, account <laughs> oh my god dude that is terrifying that is actually holy shit like but, imagine 
it, that and it just does that to like keep you on the yeah, app for long and then as you said you don't even need fuck me that's crazy you don't even need a uh, person creating data set so it it, it, it just auto generates it should it's probably going to unsplash look for the same stock woman create like an instagram profile using that stock woman with a fake name you should, this <laughs> this man should not be hired at facebook or any social networking platform he has ideas that could kill us all he's going to make the next skynet This is why this is why you shouldn't you particularly shouldn't do AI. This is what will happen. <laughs> you should tell that to my parents. You know, you know the reason I've been like shit talking AI the entire duration. My parents have been asking me to tell them course for the past 6 months and I'm like, "Apart, you don't even know what it is. Why are you making me do it?" Yeah, I think it's it is quite funny. <laughs> But you know on on the topic of applications right hmm. so there's a really cool application called Fermat 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 our third co-founder is very is a fan of it he will talk about it for at least an hour if you let him to naturally that is him yeah. on anything but yes. within, but within 2 months he'll say it sucks but so let's say you're brainstorming right let's say we need we're looking for application that use ai what we would have to do generate it all what we what would we have to generally do you'd have to probably go have to go to a search bar type ai apps okay and going to like give give you top 10 ai applications in 2022 made by times whatever okay so what if that was part of your whiteboard like if you've used fizzjam uh, fizzjam uh you probably all you have to do is type in a sentence and it look it will generate stuff for you yeah yeah it's the same thing so, notion is computer yeah let's see notion is a little bit more advanced okay this is this uses basic gpt3 and dali to ch- let's say you you want images right hmm you, rainy scenes yeah okay. yeah you just type that shit rainy scenes okay and, and then, boom you got like yeah and it will give you a bunch of six or seven, will, seven will, images yeah. and yeah, then yeah. you choose one image rainy scenes with red boy it will give it will generate that yeah. so it makes your brainstorming easier it can generate even a pros and cons list so if i say should i buy axis small cap fund give me pros and cons list it will give you a pros and cons list so it's like it uses ai mm. to generate basic details for you from a search like something that you would use your brain to accumulate from multiple different searches and generate a list of pros and cons that is what your brain is meant for exactly. it will let you delegate the job to an ai yeah you know i'm just imagining like the future where humans are just like chilling around and there's like there's just this giant global nexus like it's an ai bot and you just ask anything and it just does it for you in like an instant sounds like a wally plot it's it doesn't sound it sounds like but honestly, it sounds like paradise dude honestly, imagine just living your life just chilling the entire time honestly i wouldn't be able to survive i need my work scenes man i <laughs> i wouldn't mind like no. just surviving like just not so i wouldn't be i would be thriving dude no, no on, need to do work forever honestly i wouldn't be able to survive in such a situation i, I like doing work i like to keep myself engaged Yeah, but I mean, it's a different work that doesn't stress what? you out. No, see, I mean, if everything is taken care of, like, let's say that why are we working two x three x, right? It's to make our survival better. But if something takes care of our survival, what is the need to work? Exactly my point. Then why are we living? Just to chill. Then relax. And you know what? I disagree that I disagree with the point that. all work is gone because you got to see you'll probably have more work or you'll probably have a different set of work but exactly. none of it will have an impact that let's say you you make someone's life better right making lives better is the best kind of work that you can probably create but if you're already at the most comfortable point in life 
why would you try making it even better i would say this is this kind of goes with a is a it's a kind of natural phenomenon you know the the second law it's it's literally called the second law okay. and it states that you know entropy in an isolated system it always increases and that law so far has never been broken of all time right and it kind of applies everywhere if you think about it and in the same in the same example the point that i'm trying to make is that we will always find something more to do and the prospect of having something that does everything for us right just means that we are free to do those things that we couldn't even imagine doing and that's exactly why we are that like, is probably true but that is exactly true. i can't imagine what else exactly, i would do exactly you can't imagine and that's exactly what this kind of hypothetical ultra giga ai if not a skynet kind of thing Uh, <laughs> no I mean, if if it's not like if see, it doesn't I mean, end up like the I plot mean, of terminator 2 uh, I mean I don't I then why I, not I'm lucky I'm not working at Google but uh, one of their engineers who were, who's working at Lambda the yeah he said it went like a lot yeah, of stuff no no so he, he, he said crazy he said it re- it reached sentience and he was fired the consecutive week for saying that but because that was supposed to be insider's information and It is I, and it is scary. It is a little scary. It is definitely scary it, but because I think it caused a little bit of a public unrest blah blah blah. I yeah, definitely. It it definitely what I can agree is that it caused a lot of public unrest but the fact of the matter is that we I mean I personally right now at this moment don't have the facts to say, you know, what were the circumstances behind his termination. Yeah, be obviously bro. I mean, Elon yeah. Elon Musk is just out there firing he's people left and right. Left and, and dude, he's not even fire. He's like blindfold uh uh you there. Get out. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's just and like, then and then hiring them back and then posting it on Twitter. And then see, <laughs> see this is just what a fucking idiot. And luckily on the other side of Virginia, a man took a real gun and went and shot his employees. the walmart manager who showed his employees yeah yeah so so my i think like back to the topic i feel like you know the the prospect of ai just keeps going on and on and on and one thing that i think is very important to the development of ai is literally developing ai right mm-hmm. how do you and i people like you and i just you know normal regular dudes how do we access this right because fundamentally nothing you know quantum computers are incredible crazy machines that can quite literally destroy the entire world's encryption you know ecosystem in seconds right i need to clear my browsing history bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but the point is you know stuff like that the reason why it's not a problem today is because it's not accessible right but that's not necessarily a bad thing for something like ai or ml right in so order for I- it to develop you need it to be accessible so i think the one of the biggest reasons why ai is booming especially today and why not in 1947 when it was first coined right is because of i like to think it's because or i believe it's two big reasons right and the first thing is cloud computing right and fundamentally for an ai you need tons tons and tons of resources right because you're not just dealing with okay i'm going to you know give you a bunch of photos you can edit it i'm going to watch a couple of youtube videos and then stuff like that you're not doing general purpose stuff you are doing things that require absurd unimaginable amounts of data right so computation power it's 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 everything right and you know and the point is to give you some kind of perspective right 
if I was using YouTube, if I was just like a general user and a generic guy and I was just using YouTube or, you know, scrolling through Twitter or something, I wouldn't need much computational power. And I wouldn't need much, you know, as a result, I wouldn't need to pay much, right? Uh, something like playing AAA games, right? I would need an actual, you know, well-performing PC. The gaming PC. The gaming, gaming PC. PC. Yeah, yeah. With like RGB everywhere. Okay. Exactly. So I, I would need something that's about two to three times more than what I would pay, pay for a general use thing. But in the world of AI, right, those numbers, you know, even something as big as five, six lakh uh, is nothing compared to the world of AI, right? So for instance, a, this is a very solid AI-centric GPU. The GPU is a graphic processing unit, but the point is it's the NVIDIA A100 and it's it's like a, it's a key component, okay? So yeah, GPUs, they're component in got AI, it. whatever, blah, got blah, it, blah. And as well as, so a, a standard GPU, an NVIDIA A100, plus all the other kind of things that you'd need to actually run it, right? would cost you anywhere from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Cheap bro. Yeah, it's nothing much. Cheap, it's bro. just it's just like just one kidney, one liver. Yeah, just yeah. like a couple less like a year's salary or something. It's not much. Not much. Right. <laughs> and that's where cloud computing kind of takes the cake because now you don't have to invest, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on one single thing that may not even be useful three months down the line, right? Now I can go to something like Google's um, cloud computer hmm. system. Like they, they have something that you can hire a computer, basically you rent a computer and, you know, for something like, I'm pretty sure like $300 an hour or something or hmm. a day. You can practically you can practically rent a PC that's just as powerful as that card and as that specification I mentioned before, right? And as a result, it makes it super accessible as well because now I don't have to go to a store, I don't have to source the parts, I don't have to get a professional to do anything for me. I just got to go to Google Services, say, hey, I want this, they give me, and I have computational power. I'm wondering how long this is going to last, and we because we we all know what happened to Google Stadia. <laughs> No, no, no. Stadia. Okay, look. Google's like B two C stuff uh, historically has always been like ridiculously bad. But no, I mean, see, it's not ridiculously ridiculously bad. Okay? See, as, as a lot of there are a lot no, of as examples. an MNC as an MNC. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yes, but if you consider them a startup, right? It's not bad. It's not bad at all. But because it, they come up with new things. Again, it's all context, they, right? Yes, concept. Also, going back to the context, right, of AI, mm. and I feel like AI has a lot of potential in managing data and security, right? Because security needs are ever-growing. A new bug or new um, uh, trojan is found every other day, right? Mm. So a human would not be able to probably keep up with all of this. But an AI, which is ever-vigilant, can keep on growing and keep on learning with every, every bug it is found. And dealing with parallel streams of data, we, as, we only have like, two ways of you know, gaining data. One is audio, one is visual, right? Even the most efficient human being on the planet can probably like read different data, listen to different data and probably parallelly process it. Somehow. Somehow. If you're like a servant. Exactly. But an AI can do it. So, you know, there are two, fundamentally, you know, there aren't there like three ways of like, especially learning for learning? AI? Yeah, like supervised learning, unsupervised learning and reinforcement learning. Yeah, yeah, there are there are multiple ways for something to learn, but we got to understand what the hell is learning in the first place. Like, what is learning? Yeah. Right? And when I say deep learning, uh, I, obviously, I mean the specification, but like, what is deep learning? And it's something called, have you ever heard of neural networks? Yeah. Exactly. So, 
neural networks are literally what they sound just they are what they sound like right they are the way the brain kind of relays information and the way the the way neurons fire and the the networks that they form right that's fundamentally what a neural network is but in you know the tech world right neural networks are kind of that but in digital forms right and the way they work the is the digital nervous system the digital nervous system right and for something like for instance dali right which is for those who don't know is okay a, dali is an image yeah. it's a gpt3 based image oh you're just program. adding more acronyms yeah. the point is <laughs> it makes it creates like art through ai all right like you feed it some info and it'll give you a piece of art so if you're doing graphic design you're going to be replaced soon not necessarily joking joking, joking. <laughs> no say it it go, it's going to help you generate basic uh, ideas let's say you're brainstorming with your client and you want like quick mockups Mm-hmm. you can probably use dali to create basic mockups show it to a per- show it to your client and if your client is happy with it you can replicate it in a higher format a better customized format it basically helps you prototype faster um, as a graphic designer more to think about it this way it makes you do things faster and yeah, isn't exactly. that we all isn't that what we all strive to do i mean is it really you are just the you are <laughs> you are the most paradoxical person i know man I mean, one second you're saying something the other second you're questioning it just for the sake of questioning yeah, it. what does that lead me to conclude it leads you to conclude that you're supposed to talk more about it no it leads me to conclude that you're not clear no it's about why so bang the bangalore lifestyle right it's extremely mm-hmm. fast but is that a good thing the bangalore lifestyle yeah in what sense what what sense is it fast like you have to constantly keep up this obviously two things right social pressure personal pressure right social pressure is the people around you are always building stuff right as a as a startup founder right people around you are always building stuff there's obviously the sort of race right and the, generally the time tra- time goes faster like you wake up one minute and it's already night the next because there is so much work to get done your lifestyle is so fast and by making your work also faster and making everything around you work better and faster are you re- really making your life better yeah because you're spending less time to do more work okay if you're not working what else are you doing this is not the best question <laughs> for you to ask because you have no perspective on this no it's not about me not having perspective but no, i mean what do you do other than working i go out hang around with people so you do that Huh? So you do that. I do that, right? Yeah. But is it point is if you're not really doing work, if you're not like really putting your effort in doing work and some something else is doing the work for you, hmm. one would you would you get paid enough for it? Second, I mean everything is doing part of your work, right? You are whatever code you write, your machine is the thing that's processing it. I'm not doing the machine's work. Yeah, but if I had to do that, I would not have a second I would not have a millisecond of life to spare. Yeah. So naturally I would offload my work to the machine that can do it better. Right? So why wouldn't you? See, I think it's it this entire question comes from my lack of imagination of what I would what I would do or what I wouldn't have to do if something replaces what I do currently. It's a lot of what's a lot of words can you can you, can you say it slowly? <laughs> So if I not allowed to do what I do currently, right? Not allowed to do what you cu- okay, okay. What would I do? 
Exactly what so, you said. You would go out, hang with friends, talk a lot, but I have actual so, decent it, sleep schedules, work on new projects, think about things. No, would that it are give you the satisfaction that you would want? Let's say I brainstorm, right? Hmm. Brainstorm gives you the satisfaction of vomiting all your thoughts out. But again, but it's, it's, uh, but it's see, something fundamentally else. stuff like AI. It gives you the time to do things that you didn't even think you could do. It is. It's this kind of weird social collaboration that's our real superpower, right? Because none of this, you know, AI, ML, none of this research that would create this whole concept, this whole specialization, this whole group of people, right? It wouldn't have been possible without social collaboration and communication and talking. And that's really our superpower. That's really the edge we have on nature as hmm. a whole, right? And I feel like, you know, I mean, personally, I'm I'm a very simple man. If something makes me do less work, I will guarantee it. I will take it because that gives me time to do other things. What other things? That is my question. Chill, relax, take things easy. Learn a new skill. Learn to draw. Learn to take photos. Go around. Travel a lot. Talk to people. Meet new people. Learn new languages. Read a book. Exercise. Uh, do I have to list any more? No. I see. That's what possibilities are endless, and. You know, that's, you know, that's really, and again, I was talking about how AI and I was talking about how all this stuff is a collaborative effort. And you'd be surprised how algorithms, the, the algorithms and the structures that built things like DALI, which can, you know, generate images from prompts, right? You'd be surprised how simple the math and the technology really is behind it. I mean, simplicity, simplicity in the form of syntax, yes. Not syntax. I'm talking about literal, like the the algorithms, the way they're designed. It's so small. It's so elegant. It's like its own sort of e equals mc squared. Something that you know, it's its own second law of I sorts. Say. Yeah, it's 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 quite literally a bunch of summation functions and a bunch of weights and biases and numbers that get passed around from neuron to neuron and go around different layers. And as we tune them, they get smarter. It's it's a little it's a little to wrap around but you know i think it is really beautiful and i think you know when we're talking about the future of it right like so far i think we literally have <laughs> been talking about the future and what is to come and what will ai do for us but i feel like fundamentally it goes back to my original point it's always going to be a double edged sword yeah see, it's I, always see, i mean you've kind of discussed what ai and ml brings to your plate right but the yeah. most important question right now, hmm. do you take a PSAIML course, Saj, for your alma mater? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay, uh, coming to the actual point, right? So, AI obviously has a lot of opportunities right now. and For sure. <laughs> that yes. is a, saying yeah. it has a lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities, but like what exactly defines an opportunity? What exactly defines, what do you exactly do as a... Let's say an AI specialized developer. That is a good question. <laughs> I, I know what a researcher does. Okay. I mean, fundamentally, you research to create, you know, more efficient algorithms, things that take less computation for more output. And fundamentally, you are always going to try reaching that singularity at the end, right? Hmm. Where stuff is so powerful that you there's it's a maximum. Hmm. And whether we'll reach it or not is a different story, but whether, you know, what extent of which we need it, that is what we're trying to fulfill. And that's what a researcher fundamentally does, right? Researchers, new technologies, uh, you know, neural networks could just be the beginning of things, right? And 10 years ago, it was the beginning of things. Mm. It was, 
you know saying a radical idea like what if we inspired the you know inspired computers with the human mind right so it's kind of a bottom up approach for any ai a bottom up approach. yes so it's basically where you excellent a single specific task and then you spread it around to other tasks so in what sense so let's say you pick up a massive workload right a massive work- workload can be t- generating a script for the podcast right maybe Correct. you let ai handle one part of it like the entire production of an episode if you can let an ai handle the post uh, production of this episode like after we have recorded it mm. if it can like sequence our audio like like let's say me personally when i go through our audio mm. it is very hard for me to you know find find out the minor segments where it's distorted where it's blurred where you know yeah, yeah. Exactly. so but if an ai can handle this it if it can excel at this one task it can proceed next so bro already i i have to do this, so much work for post production but don't wh- you like doing work ha huh? don't you like no, doing no, no. Work? as in i'm just speaking from the ai's perspective oh, like if ai was a person right? oh, okay what if i was involved in the recording process i can do one more thing while recording i can just like uh, given no given notification when bala is speaking louder <laughs> a given notification when saj is not speaking louder exactly enough. and then it's going to be like oh the content here seems off so i will now take part in the content creation process also exactly yeah be like oh, this year this year is very uh, uh, what would you say it's it's very what messy people normal people wouldn't get it you know what it. we could do what you remember that dead people ai that i was talking to about yeah there we could feed our like data hmm. to that ai hmm. and then make it make podcast episodes for us so we would never have to do a days worth of bro i make podcast because it is fun and <laughs> <I> not <laughs> bro see exactly what i'm what i'm talking about right see exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> I, i'm just saying i mean i i would love to like not I, work I, not 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 work i mean <laughs> you're, you're, you're lazy as Uh, hey look you got to understand okay lazy people okay this is personal all right lazy people are the best people to hire no see i you agree why? i agree with you i am i am lazy when it comes to doing actual work i will find the easiest way exactly. to get, get to work done exactly but doesn't mean i will give up work that i like to do not like to do and i'm saying see, i'm not no that's what i'm saying i'm saying it would be really cool to just post like a completely ai generated podcast episode and then you know people be listening to it like oh my god this, this is so great you're so charismatic you're so smart and then i'd be like psych it wasn't me you know uh, you've been tricked there's an you can't trust anybody there's an lct video where he was a deep fake the entire video holy shit really yeah My god and the people fell for it? No people like he explained oh. about deep faking in that deep fake oh. video. <laughs> yeah, deep faking that's like a whole different I could like but a deep faking is very it it, it has, is kind of awesome and it is kind of it, it is awesome in both the cool sense and the biblical sense. I actually wanted to see a deep fake Chadwick Boseman man but they just killed him. That is again right that is you know what that brings me to a freaking brilliant point it's the ethical usage of AI. right and that's the thing right if you did in fact deep fake a version of chadwick boseman in the latest marvel movie i forgot mm. what it's called wakanda part 2 wakanda part 2 wakanda part 2 It's Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> 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 
Oh, you messed it up. But <laughs> the ethical issues of AI. Yeah, if you, if you did in fact CGI, you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman in this, it, it raises a couple of issues. Like, you know, is it morally right to use a dead man's image for your own profit? Fundamentally, I mean, that's a question that's going to raise up. And I mean, they, they that's did, a question. They did use uh, in no. in uh, Star Wars, right? No, Leia, no, 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 no. What is this? Uh, Carrie Fisher. Need, I think Need for Speed. Uh, no, not Need for Speed. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh, pa- Paul Walker. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Yeah, 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 I remember. I remember. So I saw he, this in the news. yeah, he died like of some natural causes. Blah blah blah. And car for, crash. Ironically, <laughs> karma comes to you at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Okay. Uh, he, they used his deep fake for a certain scene at the end of the movie. I see. So, but like his. Family's permission, blah, 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 was taken. Again, right? Like, that... That's the thing with accessibility and power is that with in the hands of companies like, you know, Warner Brothers who are held liable for this stuff, right? You you, you know, they mess up. They don't take someone's permission and they use their face, their voice, their identity. See, it can cause some big problems. But with the same, you know, like I was saying, there is a lot of data. There is easy access to comp- computational power. What stops someone from, you know, just using whoever the whoever the hell they wants is, you know, identity. The biggest problem with deepfakes right now is pornography. Yeah. And, you know, while that is that is a really bad problem, it, you know, obviously so anything most, that. So most celebrities, so most celebrities, yeah, they have enough faces out there to f- enough, d- enough data for anyone exactly. to create pornography. But, but, Imagine, right, like if you went back in time 20 hmm. years and you had the power of deep faking and you could you could practically destroy entire democracies and countries. Hmm. Like what if what if like Ima- Ima- North Korea's leader, right, you deep fake North Korea, Kim Jong-un to saying that I'm going to nuke the United States in, in five minutes and made that Bro. a national broadcast, you would destroy the entire world like that. Yeah. Bro, go back, go back a few more decades. Get Hitler, and he and get him make, make a video saying I love Jews. Imagine what would happen. Uh, Bala, as usual, the most <laughs> insensitive shit known to mankind. Ah, uh, for all legal reasons. For legal reasons, reasons, this is a joke. joke. For legal reasons, for legal, for, for legal, it's a, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. No, I mean we can make Holocaust jokes. You know, it's funny. In the coming to Nazis, le- funny. No, am I right? No, coming, <laughs> no, coming to legal, right? Joking. Joke. Coming to legal. What if a judge's role was given to an AI? That goes back to a no, lot no, of see, questions, right? So like the, the ethical question. So the plaintiff side and the defense side can upload both of their points, legal points, to a single data data compiler, and it can make a decision based on whether which side is right or wrong. So where emotion. I mean, so so what it has to do? It has to take the motive of the murder into let's let's take a murder case, right? Let's take the motive of the murder, the gender of the murder, the let's say, and the circumstance, everything into account and, and give a very fair punishment. But what if they, what, what, but what if it was hacked? <laughs> it's another story. And you know what's really ironic? As we were talking about AI and ML, my uncle just sent me something about a, an AI model that, you know, a, that plays the game of diplomacy, hmm. right? diplomatic relations with countries. I I can't believe it. We were literally just talking about this and my uncle sends me a message. Not scripted. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Like he actually just sent me, he told me, hey, there's an article I found and it's exactly about what we were talking. Bro, exactly. I'm talking about data privacy. He probably like sent your uncle the link. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, 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 no, no, no. Like, no, they, they have like, inse- you know, you, you know, people, you know, inception, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have like people who incepted my uncle's brain like 10 years ago to tell him this exact 
moment today. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually gotten so far in AI and data collection and shit that we have. You we know, have, we've invented time travel. You know, um, this is actually maybe maybe, maybe like six years on the line. You can have like an AI assist the timeline, and then you know send people back in the timeline to fix all the faults that has that has been created to f- you know to generate AI sooner. You know what's really funny? Every time we branch into a conversation, we could spend hours, <laughs> hours, hours, hours talking about it. I would love to just do like one crazy, insane eight-hour podcast, <laughs> just talking about one thing and then just branching out. We just call it conversation. And I don't think anyone is jobless enough to listen to it. No, not at all. I mean, some I mean, very dedicated I mean, we, fans. See, we have sixty-nine plays. Like for eight-hour podcast, smash like. No, we have on si- Spotify. No, message him. He would message me. He, he would definitely love some messages. I w- <laughs> would not. I'm good. Thank you. Anyways, it's. I think this concludes our email podcast. No. Okay. Bye. Get lost. <laughs> all right. That's a wrap. No way. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned into our next Bye. episode. Bye.